Welcome to the Conversations with Christians Engaged podcast. I'm your host, Bunny Pounds, the president of Christians Engaged. This ministry exists to awaken, motivate, educate, and empower ordinary believers in Jesus Christ to do three things. To pray for our elected officials and our nation regularly. To vote in every election to impact our culture and to engage in some form of civic education or involvement for the well-being of our nation. So thankful, Bunny, for what you do. A lot of people talk the talk, but you really walk the walk. I love it, love it. Love teaming up with you, Bunny. So excited about what you're doing and the people you're reaching. And And I will stand and lock arms with this woman of God, Bunny Pounds, any day of the week. Bunny, you are a new hero of mine. America is worth it. Now is the time. America needs your involvement. Please take our pledge to pray, vote, and engage. Join with a movement of other Christians that are doing these three simple things that can really impact this nation. Join us. Hey, everybody. It's another conversation with Christians Engaged. I'm your host, Bunny Pounds, the president of Christians Engaged. Wow, what an incredible couple months we've had. Man, 2023 is rocking it. I mean, are you guys not excited? I was so happy to get out of 2022. I'm ready for 2023. And this has been an incredible year so far. We're talking again with Howard Partridge today. I am so excited. Hopefully, many of y'all saw our conversation with Howard the 1st of February, but it was just not enough. We talked about cultivating leadership in America And Howard has a whole book on the Monday Morning Christian, how living out your faith in business leads to phenomenal success. And there's a whole other conversation I wanted to have with him related to things in this book. So check out this book. But Howard, it's so good to have you back with us. Great to be here. Thank you. So you, I want you to tell a little bit more of your story. You started with no money, built a great business because of a donation to your wedding, right? <laughs> yeah, well, it was actually people, several, yeah. People mm-hmm. gave you money for your wedding, and all of a sudden you started a business. Yeah. And uh, now have multiple businesses, is the executive vice president at Ziegler Corporation, yep. helping Zig Ziegler's legacy live on yep. and motivating uh, business leaders and leaders all over the country. Um, but you had some chapters in this book on provision yes. and the blessings of the Lord. Yes. And I just felt like it's something that's really not covered a lot of time, whether it's at our local churches or, you know, even right. in ministry or business that we yeah. talk about provision. Yeah. How do you define the provision of the Lord? When you talk about provision, what are you talking about? Let's start there. Well, first of all, I believe that God has a specific plan, a specific person for every human being that he's created. Once we come to know him and we understand who we are in Christ and begin that relationship with him, then uh, and he begins to lead us toward uh, what that plan and that purpose is, mm. I mean— Jesus said himself, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. And uh, he said, give, and it'll be given back to you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. Uh, I think a lot of times what happens is uh, we don't understand our purpose. We don't understand, you know, what God is calling us to do. And there's a lot of hangups around money in the Christian world, unfortunately. There's a lot of bad things about money. There's a lot of um, just 
I think we just don't talk about money, Howard. We don't talk about it. We don't it. talk about but it. But the Bible talks about it a lot. A lot. Yeah. We talk about in Christians Engaged, there's a lot about taxation. There's a lot about debt. There's a lot about, you know, our daily bread. I mean, Jesus had a disciple who was a tax collector, right? I mean, yeah. there's a lot about it in there. Um, well, let's start at the beginning. Genesis. Okay. Genesis. Uh, that's a good place to start. Okay. Um, you know, you have Adam and Eve in the garden. Yeah. And God gave them work to do. Yeah. Why did he give them work? Well, so uh, why did God give man work? Because there are things to do, and there's nothing wrong with work. And I think that that's another thing that people, you know, they get the work and the money thing all mixed up. I mean, God has something for you to do, and it's called work. And it fulfills something in your heart. There's a purpose that's fulfilled by work, right, that actually— Reminds us that we were yeah, created in happen, his image. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't happen. Um, there is fulfillment in work. And I think this our society today, even in the church, I hate to say it, but we're kind of sitting around waiting for to win the lottery or we're just kind of trying to get through life. And, you know, I'm saved, so I check off the box. And, and I, just, I just wait until eternal life. But there's an abundant life here on earth. And... You, you know, when it comes to, to money, and, and I don't talk a lot about work in this book. I talk a lot about, you know, provision and money and, Resources. and yeah. yeah, how to live out your faith in business as a leader, right? And people get hung up on money in the church because they hear things like the love of money is the root of all evil. Well, that's not what the scripture says. It says the love of money is a root of all sorts of evil. And leads to many, mm. I don't know the exact, how the exact scripture goes, but uh, leads to many pains or pangs or whatever. Leading people astray. Yeah. Yeah, and lead people astray. And that temptation is there for any human being. And so when you, when you get money, uh, it magnifies your character. <laughs> That's the truth. So if, you're, if you got character issues, character flaws, they're going to be magnified. If you're a generous person, it's going to be magnified. I know plenty of people who are who are very wealthy, who are godly people, who use that yes. money, that tool called money. Jesus didn't own anything. He didn't have any possessions, but there was money that was involved in the mission. Otherwise, there wouldn't have been a money bag from, for Judas to steal from, right? Exactly. So money is a tool. And as I heard a preacher say one time, he said, you know, money's like a rope. You can use it to uh, help somebody out of a ditch, or you can use it to hang yourself, you know? And so the question is, uh, what do we do about, you know, work and money and all of that? So the, the, you got to think about what is it that God is calling you to? What work is God calling you to? Money's required for the mission. It's a tool. How much money should you make? How much money should you keep? How much money should you spend? How much money should you give? How much money should you invest? And so I came up with a four-part philosophy for me. You know, mm -hmm. you can frame it however you want to for your life and pray about what God wants you to do. But it takes money to do things. So for me, I want to make a lot of money because I have a lot to do. I've the way I look at it, I want to impact as many people as I possibly can during my time here 
on earth. Yes. I'm only going to be here once. I'm 62 years old. I don't know if I have another day to live. So uh, everything that that I do to impact other people requires money, yes. right? So, you know, for me, make a lot of money or make uh, the amount of money that's required to fulfill the vision that God has for your life to give a lot of money because it helps. I mean, organizations like yours, uh, someone who's struggling, someone uh, who has a, you know, a, a, a sick person in their life. I mean, I love to give away money. Yes. I mean, I really do. I give away a lot of money. I want to give away so more money. Right. I, it is. It's, it's, it's rewarding because, you know, everybody doesn't have the gift of making money. But I will tell you this. The third one is invest or save money because the fact is is that today including christians too many people are in debt right they they but they won't get an extra job they won't do the dave ramsey's program and and you know if you have to debt is dumb is as uh as dave says mm -hmm. and it's also destructive yeah because it gets in the way of relationships most uh, marriages, the difficulties around money and how money is used and all that. So, you know, get financially free. God doesn't want you to be uh, in bondage to debt. Any money that you make or have is a tool. And then the fourth one is going to surprise people, especially conservative Christians. I'm ready, Howard. You ready for I'm it? I'm ready. Okay. Spend a lot of money. Okay. Let's, <laughs> uh, Should we just cut it right there? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> are you are you saying support the American economy? Or uh, what? Hello. Yeah. <laughs> because, you know, if you hoard your money, if you make a lot of money, you give a lot of money, you save money, you invest money, and your investments do well, and you have money, spend it because it supports our economy. I built a beautiful home in Florida. And I started feeling a little, you know, self-conscious, like, you know, it was a dream for 20 years. And I, I, I felt like God was in this and how could God be in a dream house? You know what I mean? Right, right. On the beach. How could God be in a beach house? You know? And right. I was feeling a little, and Weird. a friend of mine, I was about to do a webinar. We're on early and I was telling, I was like, oh, I just kind of feel like I'm spending too much money on myself. He said, let me tell you something. He's in fact, I think he said, let me ask you a question. How many jobs will building that house create? Many. Never thought about it. And he went down the list, the, the, the construction people, the, the, the taxes. The building the supplies. Building, the, the maintenance, the cleaning, the this and that. So now, and I love to spend money, so this worked for me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> Your wife's like, Howard. Oh, she is phenomenal at saving money, you know? And, uh, but you know, the thing is, is that don't spend money that you don't have right now. I grew up, I grew up on welfare. I had nothing. I, I grew up on welfare. As you know, I shared that on the earlier mm -hmm. show and I, I got kicked out of the house when I was 18 years old. I had zero money. I, I bummed up enough money for a bus ticket to Houston, Texas. I literally had 25 cents in my pocket when I arrived in Houston. Denise and I got married when I was 23 years old, as I mentioned earlier in the other broadcast, that uh, Denise is Italian, 
And the Italians, instead of giving you wedding presents, they bring cash and envelopes. There's even a special little purse that's made to match the dress that the envelopes of cash go in. It's so awesome. Yeah. So after the wedding, you know, we we counted up all the money and we had $3,000, most money that we had to our name. And there was a friend of the family, same age as me, 23 at the time, tooling around a little red Mercedes convertible. I said, I want to know what that guy does. and I want to know if it's legal, you know. And it uh, turned out he had his own business. So as soon as we got back to Houston, uh, I started my first business out of the trunk of my car. And, you know, I struggled to figure out how to build a business for the longest time. I made good money, and that business became a multimillion-dollar business. However, there was a period where I wasn't faithful with my finances, and I got myself and my company in a lot of debt. Mm. And there came a time where that became very painful and life was about you know just making those payments debt is not only dumb but it's destructive so i made a decision that i was going to do what i needed to do in my business and in my life to get debt free so today i have three main businesses lots of different you know income streams but we're debt free um our businesses are super profitable i give away a lot of money and i help a lot of people and I spent a lot of money. Yeah. And every time I buy a car or build a house or, you know, uh, buy clothes or, you know, whatever. We're here in Dallas. Yesterday was New Year's Day. And so we found this fun store and I just bought a bunch of stuff. Half of it I'm going to give away to other people. Maybe most of it, you know, as gifts. But that helps those people that are working at that store. It gives them jobs. Right. So if you're prosperous, then uh, then give some of that away. Don't just keep it. Give it away. Spend it. You're helping other people. That's so good, Howard. And, you know, debt is really bondage. I mean, yep. Tim and I, you know, most people know we had several companies. We had a pest control company for years, hmm. built that almost to a million dollars, then got into the restaurant business. And we've had the ups and downs of being serial entrepreneurs as yep. well, right? But every time, like, we would get, get into debt either, you know, personally or through the business, I mean, it's just great on my living nerve, right? Yeah, because right. I'm like, this is not the way you're supposed to right. really prosper. Right. And so, you know, a lot of people, we don't talk about that enough in the church. And there's so many people that are wondering why are there issues within their own heart and soul? And you might not be identifying it, and you have to think about the stress that's weighing in the back of your mind that's that right. you're not even thinking about. Yeah. And some of that is your debt. Yeah. Um, so we had a pastor growing up that was just, you know, took my husband under his wing, really discipled him as a young believer, showed him how to pay off his debt, told him why it was important. Good. And he chunked all that off and built a business, right? Yeah, yeah. And the rest is history. But, you know, God is so faithful to meet us where, he, where we are. But he wants to provide provision for us, as you said, to be a right. blessing to others. Right. Um, the art of giving, the lifestyle of giving, why is that so important for a believer to yeah. live that lifestyle? To not just think about, you know, we can have a whole debate about tithing, but not yeah. just to live off the 10%, you know, worry about the 10%, but yeah. to really give everything that God's given us into the hands of the kingdom. Because you see God at work. I'm going to tell you something. This might surprise you is, you know, being, um, I, I can't believe this sometimes because I've been very 
you know, fortunate financially. And it's just hard for me to believe that at one time I was at this place, but I had, uh, you know, maxed out credit cards and all this. And I, I just basically was using, you know, cash. And this was many, many years ago. I didn't have a lot going on. Uh, my wife has always been faithful with her finances, but basically I was on a, on a budget and I had, I had $10 in my pocket and God told me to give that $10 to somebody. And I said to God, I said, well, this is my lunch money. (laughs) What am I going to do about lunch? And he said to me, he said, I will have that $10 back in your hands before lunchtime. Wow. I gave it. And I went about my business that day. It was almost lunchtime. I was using a payphone. That's how long ago this was. And I didn't even have change for a payphone. I had a uh, calling card, right? Mm. And so back in the day, you could make a, a call and put in your code and, and call. And I was on the payphone. It's like, I don't know, 11 o'clock, 1130, something like that. We can just call lunchtime 12, I guess, if you will. And this drunk guy comes stumbling up to me and he says, Hey man, Hey, Hey, I'll pay you $10. Carry me up the road. And I'm like, okay, God, you want me to carry him up the road? Yeah. So I was like, get my truck. (laughs) I took him a few blocks wherever he wanted to go and he gave me $10. That's awesome. I know. You know, it's shocking to me how quick God responds to things. I know we've all had some sort of miracles. When we first started Christians Engaged, I mean, we had nothing. We were like, we had a vision. And and I realized I was running a full congressional campaign and trying to do a nonprofit. And uh, a young man named Ian Stagman, who's still our marketing and communications director today, said, Bunny, you cannot do this run a whole campaign and run this nonprofit by yourself. Mm. And he quit his job that he had gone out and got Mm. because I had let him go from my firm to come help us. And we had no money. I mean, Mm. it was like, so we're doing, you know, the God on Monday morning, we need help every Mm. week Mm -hmm. prayer. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget that first Monday was in uh, January of 2020. I mean, we had launched two weeks before and I, maybe we had $3,000 in the bank. I don't know. But Ian and I prayed, God, we need $1,000 for Ian's contract labor salary that week. And at 12 o'clock that day, a woman that I didn't talk to went online and gave $1,000. And that was all we needed. Like the seed of those prayers and going, God, you can meet our needs, right? You are faithful to meet our needs. And I think it's fascinating, Howard, that, you know, Jesus said, pray for this, that God would give us our da- our daily bread. Yeah. Why yeah. He doesn't ask us to pray for our weekly, monthly, or yearly yeah. bread, right? Our yeah. daily bread. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's so faithful to meet us in that, right? Yeah, well, there's a, a big trust factor there, right? So when uh, the children of Israel were in the wilderness, the manna fell, and you couldn't keep it overnight. It was That was literally the daily bread that was coming from heaven, right? Yes. And so there's also a trust exercise here as well. So he said, give, it'll be given back to you, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Right. This isn't just about money, but it's about time and resources and service and, and everything uh, that you prayer have. and everything that you have. And so it builds your faith. 
right? So as you give and you see God giving back, you don't give to get, you give because you trust God. You trust Mm -hmm. his word, right? And what I, you know, when I first started hanging around Zig Ziglar and getting my, my arms around, you know, you can have everything in life you want if you'll just help enough other people get what it is that they want. And, you know, the, the, the fact is, is that you can plant and water mm. and you're going to get an increase. And the fact is, is that you can plant a seed and water it. You're going to get a result. Even if you're not a believer, right? You're going to get a result regardless of your motive. But what happens, the difference is, is what happens is when you give it in the right heart and the right Mm. spirit. And when God asks you to, you're not only going to get the the return, but you're going to get the fulfillment and the joy because you did it out of a right heart. And so for me, there was a shift at mm. some point in time that I just started like, this is just the way to live, right? This is the, the way to, 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 to allow God to, to live through me, you know, and, and to just give and, and feel that joy and that, that it's just a, it's truly a phenomenal life when you start to live that way. And so every day, um, you know, I'm here because we planted a seed somewhere right. right today. And so every day I want to plant the seed where God, you know, puts me in a space and shows me a need. And I just want to live my life that way. And when you do that, he truly will give back to you. Mm. There's a scripture that a lot of people like to quote Jeremiah 29. I think it's 29, 11. Yeah. For, you know, got a plan for you. Yeah. And not to harm you, but to prosper you. Well, I don't know if all of our listeners know the context. It's pretty dark time. Yeah. (laughs) So they were the children of Israel at that time when God said that they were in captivity in Babylon. Welcome to the modern day Babylon. Here we are. Yes. And so in this book, I talk about what God told them to do after he said that. So it wasn't like, you know, all of a sudden they were just, you know, like delivered. You have to understand the context. He followed that Mm -hmm. with uh, how to live and even said to pray for the prosperity of the city. Yes. You know, we we're talking about yes. earlier about, you know, the economy and supporting the economy and, and feeding into the economy. And so when everybody works, when everybody uh, adds value, then we're going to all be better off. Yes. Right. When we're investing in the right causes and the right people. And listen, is there any father on planet Earth in their right mind with a right heart? that uh, has a child that, that, that gives and is faithful, he's not going to, like, let him have a toy? I mean, come on, you know? I don't know if that's, you know, too weird for our conservatives out there. I'll let you read the Bible. I'll let you read this book. You, you know, you frame it however you want to frame it. But give is the only way to live. Being generous well, our heart is the only way to get. so good, Howard. Only, and only and our heart with Christians Engage is, you know, everybody's like, why would you have a civic engagement ministry? Well, we have to have a civic engagement ministry because 
in Matthew 24, Jesus says that the gospel of the kingdom will be preached in every nation and then the end will come, right? Who have been a major component of seeing the gospel go around the earth? Called the United States of America. Right. So if we don't protect liberty in this country, Amen. if we don't protect our ability to make money, yeah. to be prosperous yeah. as a nation that God has blessed, yeah. and we don't keep that pr- prosperity going, we are not going to have the resources to see the gospel go to the ends right. of the earth, that's right? right. Um, and so that's where my heart is with why do we have to protect America and liberty is because we need to see the gospel go everywhere. Yeah, that's right. But I love this topic because what God's doing right now is he is highlighting to us how we can even be more faithful in the resources we've given he's given us you know i say many times um you can see your relationship with god based on your calendar and your checkbook that's right right yeah i've heard many people say that but it's true it is true i mean if i don't prioritize jesus somewhere on my calendar you know he's not really in my life that much yeah that's right and the same thing with our money if it's just going to netflix subscriptions and you know, whatever, um, a bigger car, then we're not really prioritizing the Lord. So he's trying to put a finger right now in this, on our life, on every single area of our life. And I'm just so thankful um, for that we can learn to be givers and to see the joy in that, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I just want to challenge everybody as we're closing off this um, to get Howard's book. And there's a whole chapter on provision and then giving and impact. I mean, there's just so much in this book. But just to be inspired that God's giving you things for a purpose, whether yeah. that's your gifts, your talents, your leadership abilities, the resources he's putting in your hands. You know, don't be someone that just hoards it all. Right, Howard? Right. But to give it um, to the people that God yeah, has. put it out there yeah. into the kingdom. And, yeah. I, and I'm sure this is for you and your wife, Denise, is also to be able to bless your kids and your grandkids and to leave a legacy for the next generation, which is a very biblical principle. Absolutely. No doubt about that. Yeah. Well, as we're closing out again, would you just pray over our listeners that, you know, we would live this kind of giving heart life um, that God wants us to live and, um, and that he's going to stretch us even in the days to come in this area. Yeah. Father, I just, um, first of all, thank you for, blessing us so much. Um, in this mm-hmm. country, we're, we're so blessed yes. and we, I just, I recognize that 880 million people in this world don't have access to clean drinking water. And we're sitting here with our favorite brand of bottled water. So father, I just pray that you would help all of us who are listening to this today, just to have an attitude of gratitude and to be thankful for what you've given us and to be faithful stewards of what you've given us. Lord, not to be afraid of uh, prosperity, not to, 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 to think about, you know, well, well, uh, money Mm -hmm. is going to ruin me, but no, it's a tool that we can use to further your kingdom, to, to carry out the mission that you've called us to. And so, Lord, I just pray that you would deliver every single person, listen to this, from um, the bondage of debt, that they would get free, uh, get debt free, and then begin to give all that money that that is going to interest right now to you and your Mm -hmm. kingdom and people around them, that they can show your love 
by helping their neighbor, just like the the Samaritan that that Jesus talked about in the Bible, Lord, that he uh, used his financial means to help that person and to glorify you. Father, I pray that for every single person listening to this, speak to their hearts, and um, in Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us, Howard. What a blessing. And Thank you. Thank you all for joining us. Remember to share this video. Subscribe to our audio podcast on Spotify, Apple. Thank you to our partners at um, Edify app and the stream for helping us put this out to a greater audience. And we just love you guys. Thank you for supporting us so that we're not worrying about $1,000 a week. God has been so faithful, but we do need your support as we go on this journey to engage the body of Christ towards prayer, voting, and engagement. So thank you so much. We love you. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much for joining us for this incredible podcast. What in the time we've had. We love you so much. We love being in your life. Have you subscribed? Have you shared this with your family and friends? Please subscribe on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, Rumble, wherever you get your audio or video pods. We need your help. This mission is undergirded by individuals just like you that support this ministry monthly, annually, and whenever you think about us to be able to reach over a million Christians in the next two years. That's our goal. We want to empower a million Christians around America to pray, vote, and engage regularly. Will you help us? We're here to do that, and we need your help. I want to say thank you to our partners at The Stream. What an incredible online publication put out by James Robinson and Life Outreach International. As we come together across denominational lines as believers to discern what God's saying about the news of the day and to hear from different viewpoints. Check out The Stream, make it your homepage, and get on their email list. This product is amazing. Also, our partners at Edify app, put out by Christian Post. This podcast app is a convergence of Bible teachers around America. We're excited to be a part of Edify app. Check out all their other podcasts. Thank you so much again for caring about this nation. We're here to help you pray, vote, and engage. We'll see you next week.